Chicago Bears GM Ian Cunningham had a press conference yesterday, a pre-draft press conference, in which he talked about kind of the mindset and other things going into the draft that the Bears have as an organization. We're going to talk about that press conference, break it down the takeaways from it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And let's go ahead and get into the content. Well, before that, make sure you guys follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. But now let's get into the takeaway. So a couple of different things that Ian Cunningham had in this uh, in this uh, pre-draft press conference. And the first one is that they have six to eight players on their board uh, that they believe are, are blue chip players. And so while he said that they don't give grades to first round picks, uh, but they use as a value system to kind of evaluate um, what each player uh, would, would, would bring to the team. And so, you know, having their own kind of mindset, it's something every team has, right? But, you know, we, we already know fit has been a big concern and focus for any acquisitions by the Chicago Bears team. I do not expect that to be any different in the draft. But one of the things also in that is that he said that they actually are going to have a take the best player um, available approach. He actually said that they probably won't go into day three where you start thinking about positional needs. So that may really blow some things up. Now, again, you're still not going to take a player necessarily that doesn't fit your scheme or anything. But, you know, talking about, you know, the offensive tackle and what they would want in that and things like that, he did say, you know, as far as best player available that we always try to do that. We always try to have those approach. Those things get ironed out through the whole process, but ultimately it's the best player available. So, you know, we I had a video on this channel and saying that, you know, at what point in the draft do the Bears start going best player available? And so that kind of also fit, fit, filters in some things that Ian Cunningham said later in this, you know, when asked even about running backs, right? Uh, you know, he said that. He says that uh, when asked, does he think that uh, any running backs deserve to be a top 10 pick? He says, yeah, I think it's worth it. So, you know, when you when you put those things together, does it necessarily mean that the Bears are drafting B. John Robinson? No. But it does mean that maybe if they have those, you know, they have their six to eight players that they have ranked as blue chip players outside of that, right? They do still see players that could go or, or they would potentially take in the top 10. So, you know, it opens the door up to things. Now, again, a lot of this is posturing. I want to be clear on that. A lot of that is this is just because you're not going into the draft and you're going to say, hey, there's no chance we're going to take a running back, even if you don't plan on taking one. Because if for some reason things do get weird in the NFL draft and somehow a running back is there at number nine and the Bears want to take a phone call, they still think that they can get their guy. Uh, you don't want to say, hey, there's no way we're going to we're going to draft a running back. Because then teams may wait to after you to do that. So, again, it's a lot of posturing in this. I want to be clear in that. But we're still going to break down what was said in that press conference. He also uh, talked about as far as trading back at number nine and what the best case scenario would be for that. And he says this, when you're looking at the board, you've got to have a feel for what those team needs are. You kind of have to weigh uh, where we have guys versus what other teams' needs are and kind of weigh how far we would want to trade that. So it really comes down to kind of what we've been saying here, what the speculation has been. Yes, the Bears are going to be willing to trade down, but they're going to be willing to trade down if they can get something back and still truly feel that they can get their guy after kind of filling out where the draft is going, if they can still get one of their guys at that lower position. And so, you know, we're hearing the Bears, you know, with the trade back scenario with the Steelers at number 17 and things that have played into that, 
If the Bears' top six guys, six to eight guys that they have, right, on their board, if they're gone for some reason by the time the Bears pick at number nine and the next ring up to that, they feel they can get at 17, they're probably going to trade down. But this is something that we all knew, right? But, again, it's good to hear the GM that that is their mindset, that, you know, they're, they're, they're looking at things, you know, fairly, really not going into the draft. They have plans going into the draft, but really not going in with a, hey, no matter what, this is the guy we're taking, right, and, and then don't have a backup plan. So. The Bears are doing their due diligence, and one of the things also in this is he was asked about Jalen Carter, and he said this, Ian Cunningham, uh, Jalen's a really good player. I think he's one of those guys you covet just in terms of being one of the better defensive players in this class. He's active, he plays hard, he's physical. That last part was in response to asking if Jalen Carter fits um, Matt Eberflus's hitch principle, so it seems like they understand the fit there, and this is kind of in line with things that we've seen Recently, as far as the Bears linking to Jalen Carter, saying that they that if he's there at number nine, they're going to take him again. Could a little bit of that be posturing? Absolutely. When you when you look at things, just going into this draft, ultimately, this draft is going to be a draft that is it, it, some unexpected things are going to come, and I would not be surprised at all if some one of those teams that does an unexpected move or drafts a player that maybe we don't expect are going to be the Chicago Bears. Now, when he talked about offensive tackle specifically. He said this and what they're looking for from offensive tackles, size and athleticism and competitive spirit. So that's what they're looking for. When you look at that, Paris Johnson, Peter Zakronsky, Darnell Wright, Broderick Jones, they all fit that mold. Absolutely. So they're going to have their chances. But one of the things just coming out of this, right, hearing that the Bears are going with a best player available approach, it really does kind of open that up a little bit, right? When you look at a weather, a Devon Witherspoon, right, when you for the people that have talked about Jackson Smith and Jigba, while I still think there's no chance that the Bears draft a wide receiver that high in this draft, hearing that they have a best player available approach, it really puts those things into question. And that's really what this press conference was about, right? Do not overlook how important this press conference was for posturing, for those potential deals that may come available on draft day. It's as much for us as fans as it is for the, for the other GMs around the league who are going to be on the phone during the draft to try to get their guy to say, if you if teams think that the Bears are willing to do whatever at the number nine pick, right, just draft the best player available, that's going to open the deal to more calls for that number nine pick if a team's guy is there. And looking at how the mock drafts are starting to shape up in this last week, it seems like it could, it could really go a lot of different ways. But one of the questions that I'm, that I'm, that I'm pulling from in this is especially with that best player available approach, how – how willing are you really to do that, right? When you hear that he, you think uh, Ian Cunningham thinks that you don't go positional need until day three, that really, that's that's different, right? Now, keep in mind, best player available could also be fit, right? So it, it depends on how you have that rank. They could absolutely have a player rank as a best player available that also coincides with what their positional needs are. So again, you know, I try to look at everything objectively, and one of the things that I do look at in this is I, I understand the posturing aspect of football, the posturing aspect of everything that goes into this. And so that is absolutely, and I think Ian Cunningham and Ryan Poles, for that matter, have really done a good job at that. They've done a good job at not only bringing in the players and, and, and that fit the X's and O's, but also just putting themselves in a proper position so that they can be open for any deals that may take place and they can play that, right? And so when you look at, kind of how the mock drafts are shaping up, right? This is the final episode before the draft. We'll get something out, me, C-Dub, and Bobby tomorrow to kind of hype, do a pre-draft thing, and then we'll be live for the draft tomorrow night. 
But one of the things that we're looking for in that draft, I mean, looking at the recent mock drafts, almost everyone has uh, Bryce Young going to the Carolina Panthers at number two. Uh, they're starting to see some Will Anderson Jr. going to the Houston, Texas at number two as well. I, th- I said that wrong. Uh, Bryce Young going to the Carolina Panthers at number one. And then Will Anderson Jr. starting to, now with the conversation that the Texans may not go quarterback, you're starting to see Will Anderson be slotted in that number two position for the Houston, Texas, which also pushes Tyree Wilson to number three for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Indianapolis Colts, the Will Levis of it all, right? Are they going to go Will Levis there at number four? And if they do, what does that do for the latter part of the draft? Jalen Carter, I think, is going number five to the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Uh, Detroit Lions will get Christian Gonzalez at number six is what the latest mocks have. Then you have the Las Vegas Raiders going after Paris Johnson at number seven, which takes him off the board for the Chicago Bears. The Atlanta Falcons then draft C.J. Stroud at, at number eight, and that puts the, the Chicago Bears at an interesting position, right? You then have Bijan Robinson and Jackson Smith and Jigba there at number nine. And if, if Ian Cunningham's words of potentially going best player available come true, do the Bears then do that, or do they trade down to allow a team like the Vikings to move up and try to get their quarterback there, right? Do you, like, what happens there? That can, it can get so interesting, and you're starting to see the mock drafts reflect that. Now, do I still think that uh, Houston, Texas are doing some posturing themselves with maybe not going quarterback? Yes, but I tell you what, right now, if they don't go quarterback, it's going to blow some things up. Be prepared for your draft boards to change considerably during this draft. And so we'll see. Ultimately, right now, day before the draft, I'm 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 hitching my wagon to Paris Johnson or Darnell Wright being the pick for the Bears in the first round. That's even if they trade down. I think you're going to get one of those players. I think that's going to be the first round pick for the Bears. But do not be surprised if things get a little weird. Things could get weird. And we can, and if they do, seeing how the Bears adjust and adapt to the weirdness of the NFL draft, because hey, these mocks, these mocks are looking really strange right now, man. They looking real strange right now. If I'm just being completely honest. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. The Bears just, just also released a defensive back in Harrison Hand. Again, it's nothing too marquee there, but everything comes down to tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be the key. Tomorrow is going to be what sets this franchise up. And I can't wait to see what the Bears and who the Bears draft and how they do on day one of the draft. We will be live on day one and day two of the draft. So make sure you guys are tuned in with us. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our mailbag for our Friday mailbag episode, which will be after day one of the NFL draft, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.